You ready to show these fools what's really good? You have no idea. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Phantom Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight we'll be discussing the latest Legends of Tomorrow episode, which originally aired Thursday, May 19th. Yes, we will. But first, just want to remind all the good people out there, they should check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie that you love, there's a pretty good chance that someone over there is writing something amazing about it. Check out our articles, reviews, and podcasts on other shows. We also do a podcast uh, for Pure Fandom on Sci-Fi's 12 Monkeys. Also coming up in July, we'll be covering Mr. Robot and TNT's Last Ship, which returns next month. If you haven't already seen it, please make sure you check out Brad's breakdown of the most recent promo for Last Ship. It's pretty dang awesome. You can find it over at Pure Fandom. I'm totally pumped. I'm totally looking forward to that. And they released like new promos today, too. So I They did? Got, I missed it. Apparently, two of them just came out. i got to bust down on that one. So I'll have something else tomorrow on it. Yeah, I guess I should just write something for Mr. Robot, too, because they released something recently for it. Well, there you go. A new promo. Jump on it. On it. And there are a lot of shows that are ending, but there are quite a few new ones that, that we're all excited about. I mean, we had Preacher. We had Game of Thrones. Well, they're not new. Preacher was new. Great show. Just saying. It's really great. Game of Thrones. That was awesome. Book readers are upset. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we could just talk for days on there, but we're going to go ahead and talk about Legends right now. But mm-hmm. before we do, Courtney, let the good people know how they can reach us. Well, you can find me over at Twitter. I am at Jindev, and I like to live tweet, especially for Game of Thrones, so join me on Sundays. Uh, he's Brad ZB. I think he stays on Facebook for um, Game of Thrones. Uh, but... He tweets with us for Legends. Yes. And The Flash sometimes. So be sure to follow him. He's Brad ZB. And you can also follow Pure Fandom as well on Twitter to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Make sure that you check out Pure Fandom on Facebook and let us know what fandoms you're most interested in hearing and reading about. And if you are watching Game of Thrones also, head on over to Facebook and look up Game of Thrones Pure Fandom. we got a group out there. Just join it and jump in. It's a lot of fun. It's totally fun. So uh, this week's episode was titled Legendary. And, of course, it was episode 16, Legendary. Yay. Uh, After the numerous sacrifices the team has made since the beginning of this ride, Rip decides that it's time that they each decide their own destiny and returns them to Central City and Star City uh, a few months after they first left. Return to their normal lives, each team member must individually decide if they are willing to sacrifice everything in order to save the world. Meanwhile... Sarah visits her father, who delivers some heartbreaking news about her sister, Laurel. Director was Dermot Downs. Writing credits went to Greg Berlanti, Mark Guggenheim, and of course the show was developed by Andrew Kreisberg, Phil Klemmer, and the teleplay was by Phil Klemmer and Mark Guggenheim. So, oh my god! Yes, this is the season finale. So Brad? I liked it, yes. This episode is what I want this show to be. Like, this episode is, it falls completely in line with everything that The Flash and The Arrow has ever been. As many problems as I have with Arrow sometimes, the writing is still pretty good most of the time. And I enjoy the characters pretty consistently most of the time, well, some of them. Whereas with some of the problems we've had with Legends, is it's been kind of inconsistent at times. But this episode, this is everything that I need them to be consistently next season. I am totally down with you on that. I agree. I understand um, next season of Legends is going to be longer. Yes, it will. 
So we have a little bit more there, a development and stuff like that. Yeah, it felt like they had to stuff a lot of things in, and it really felt like the, you know, the thing that they do sometimes where they'll film an episode, but then they'll air it out of order. Right. I feel like that happened a couple times, even though it couldn't have happened because they had to keep track of the timey-wimey stuff. But it still felt like it was, we talked about this, the character development and things that happened previously. Mm-hmm. Like how Mick and Ray went back and forth and nothing really clicked. And we had all these times where we had great character development and it went downhill and then it was back again. Yep. Yep. Yeah. For a while after that prison episode, Mick and Ray, I love that bromance that they had. And then it was like, it didn't, it never happened. And now I feel it again. Right. It totally the last couple episodes. Yeah. That that little romance thing just totally disappeared and went away. It was like, it had never happened, which made no sense. And then it came back. Well, I guess maybe it happened because of Ray and Kendra. They had that. Oh, yeah. they <laughs> and uh, Mick put the kibosh on it. Yeah. Like, buddy, this is a bad idea. True, true. <laughs> there, there's that. So this episode, Rip, we're going to, we'll break it down by character. Starting okay. off. Okay. So Rip, after yet another fail- failure and losing the Hawks to Vandal, possibly forever, Rip tells the team that it's time to pack things up. He drops them back in 2016, but months after they initially left. They want to go after Vandal, but with the Oculus gone, he could be anywhere in time. And they have no way of knowing where to start. Well, unless a clue, you know, magically pops out of thin air or seemingly. (laughs) That never happens, all right? No, never happens. (laughs) Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, So um, let's check back in with our legends now that they are back home. So Sarah, we kind of mentioned that earlier. Sarah is back in Star City. Mm-hmm. Sarah arrives in the Arrow Cave. If you didn't know, that's where she was, the Arrow Cave. And there's Papa Quentin, and he's got some bad news, some super, super, super bad news to share. How much do I love Paul Blackthorne and Katie Lots in this scene? I haven't seen Arrow since everything went down with Laurel, but this just brought it all back. She heads back looking for Rip and the Wave Rider. But let me talk about this scene a little bit. Um, so I haven't seen Arrow since, spoiler alert, well, if you've seen this episode, you know that Laurel was killed. An arrow. Yeah, I don't think that's a spoiler alert. It was pretty much the whole part there. So I know, I know. Um, and Stephen Amell, um, he plays Ollie. He pretty much he said that Laurel w- wasn't coming back. But for a, a while, I was like, oh my god, can they travel back in time? Can they make this happen? Is there hope? I don't know. So I was I was feeling kind of hopeful, but this brought all of it really back, especially seeing like Katie, Katie killed it this episode like oh, just yes. going through all the grief of losing um laurel it's kind of what i needed to see so i ended up almost watching the arrow again yesterday and it wasn't bad so i might be back on board with it because i'd quit the show but i think i'm gonna watch it again yeah yeah well yeah, we'll, we'll see i haven't been following up with it so you know i was pretty, i really kind of wanted to after it because i she nailed it i want to go back and watch some of her older oh my stuff. god yeah and oh you should really go back and watch when she was on it it was really good actually the show itself is really good and for the most part it's super consistent and i enjoy the character development it's just been some things that have been going on recently where it's been throwing me off completely mm. i'm like i don't understand why you guys are doing this stop it and it was really weird because with The Flash, you know, The Flash was awesome last season, the first season. I felt like The Flash, um, they kind of helped Arrow lighten up a little bit and they were kind of rejuvenated. And so I was really enjoying the first part of the season and then just some crazy stuff started to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. 
but uh, like I said, uh, back to Legends, uh, Sarah, she goes back to the Wave Rider and um, Rip hits her with that Men in Black light bulby thingy. Did you catch that? No, I missed that one. You missed it? Like, she she went after him. Like, she had him by the throat or whatever. And I guess Ray distracted her and she turned around and then she looked back at... Um, at uh, Rip, oh. and you just you saw that when he flashed her in the face with the light. That's right. I was thinking course, something Mick totally Potter. different. Yeah, I was. So, <laughs> I was yeah, like, I mean, she didn't lose her memory or anything, but like he knocked her out with the light. I love this future technology. Wherever he comes up with it, like why didn't you use that before? I was, that, that's or a good, no, is that what he used to knock them out in the first episode? I think it was, but that would have been really good to use on like Vandal, I guess, earlier. A couple of times, couple or unless times. he's immune to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Could be. Oh, well. <laughs> well, regardless of what, or what Rip said, there was a reason they came back five months after they left. Like you said, it was the only way they, they, they could explain Laurel's death and, and keep the continuity with Arrow. Yeah, but I was initially on um, Sarah's side. I was like, you've been going back all this time trying to save your wife and son, and like you won't let her do the same thing? How selfish are you? But then, of course, he explained the other part of that. And, and he had already been looking into the timeline already. He uh, this means he did this before the Oculus was gone. Because well, now else? did he do that before the Oculus was gone, or did he uh, figure out that her family was gone and he kept? No, you're right. He no, had to because he had to know that that was a part of the timeline. Because he said, if you were back here, then your sister would still die, and you and your father would die also. See, for for some reason, I thought that he had jumped back in time already, and those had been the consequences. So then he came back. Well, he may have at some point in time that we just didn't see. Yeah, because that's what he ended up doing for his wife and son. Like, every time he tried to go save them, it never went right. So, in my head, I kind of had it where he had gone back, or he had taken Sarah back, and then she and her father died instead of just Laurel. And so he went back to fix that. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's interesting. But since he already kind of explained the whole thing with his uh, wife and, uh, and son, how, you know, some people just die, and you can't do anything to fix it. Yeah. It made a little bit more sense. And, those- and that's one thing I can appreciate about this show is that people die, not counting Mick, and then they stay gone. Mm-hmm. Not counting Snart, because that's different. Because if, if they bring him back in, it's going to be a, his past self. Yeah, we'll talk about Snart here in a little bit. I've got some interesting things on that one. Yeah. But how they how they played this out was perfect. I mean, her acting and talking to him and doing the grieving thing was amazing because he he knows exactly what happened. Can I say I love their scenes together? Oh, like was... remember how I was feeling about uh, her and uh, Snart last week? Mm-hmm. Now I'm feeling that way about her and Rip. But it was it happened before this. It happened when they were working together to do that one bank job right. where she was all badass and he was uh, he was doing things wrong. Yeah, he had no clue. Yeah. yeah, he had no clue, and like she was just like, "Let's do this." So... You just have no understanding of what's happening here. So on top of losing her sister, she also just kind of lost Snart like last episode. Yeah, she did. Like another member two. of the team. And then like she's grown so close with Kendra, so she lost Kendra too. Well, she hadn't lost her yet, but she was getting close. Well, just like well, he, she kind of lost her because uh, what's his name? Sav- Savage had her. And as far as they knew, she was dead because they couldn't tell anything that from the past because the Oculus was gone. Right. And remember that they had spent a couple years together in the past. The, yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. Hmm. Well, they yeah. spent six months together in the past, and then uh, Sarah had to leave. This is true. 
So over in Central City, yeah, Mick's doing his thing. Uh huh. He's kind of dealing with his loss of his BFF start, and you know, while most people eat up their feelings and spend money they don't have, Mick just decides to get a new partner, and that doesn't last very long. Yeah, he torches the guy. <laughs> yeah, he said, "Here, take this gun." Okay, you're doing it wrong. Give me the gun back. So that's where he got the gun. Yeah. Okay. I, I I was like, wait a minute. Is this a metahuman that Zoom brought over from Earth 2? Is this like another version? Because remember, on Earth 2, um, Snart's a mayor. Or right. Snart's father's a mayor. Exactly. But no, it's, it, it was totally uh, Snart's gun. Okay. All right. That makes sense now. Thank okay. you. So did I clear that all up for you now? <laughs> Totally. Because I'm like, oh, is this like Captain Cole version Earth 2? He's a dweeb. It's pretty much. It was, he didn't last very long, which makes you wonder how long were they together before Mick said, yeah, you're just not doing it. Yeah. I wasn't overly surprised to see Ray sitting in the driver's seat of the getaway car needing to talk to Mick. With the mask good, on? With the that ma- was hilarious. And then he pulls the mask back down to drive off <laughs> while he's driving a neon green Dodge Charger. Yeah, nothing to see here, folks. Yeah, can't find me. I'll just blend in with everybody else <laughs> that drives around in the uh, Bumblebee package. Yeah, it would be awesome to see um, Mick, you know, pull it off his head. Like, stop. Like, what are you doing? Drive. Yeah, just drive. <laughs> I loved it when they were talking about how, you know, they're the team now. That's what that's what uh, Leonard did. He's like, me and you are supposed to be a team. Yeah, it's that was just a perfect. great moment. It's just like night and day right there. Yeah, this was like when they were bonding over the cupcakes last week. Right. You tell anybody else, shave your head. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm not going to beat you up. I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to shave your head bald. Yeah. So it is a totally different thing. And I, I'm really enjoying that. That's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm liking that a lot. Yeah. And like he said, uh, Snart will want them to look out for each other. And, of course, they both feel guilty because they believe that they should be the ones dead in his place. Right. They all tried to volunteer for it. And he got the... uh the jump on him. Yes, he did. So Mick gives, well, Rip takes Mick back and he gets to do the proper goodbye. Let's see. That was perfect. You're the best guy I ever knew. You may not think you're a hero, but you're a hero to me. You got that? Yeah. I got it. See you around. Get this girl some Kleenex. That was beautiful. <laughs> when is prison break coming on? Oh, oh soon. Brad, I can't wait. You got to binge it with me. I Okay, we'll work on that. Yeah, tell Tracy they're hot men. Hot nope. men in prison. It's awesome. I will do that. So that part makes me wonder if what Mick said actually influenced Snart in the future to get him going on that path. Oh yeah, and does Mick telling him that he's the hero is that that uh, that's the whole part? Is that because causality gets and all going. that good stuff? Yeah, you start the little pebble rolling, the mountain comes down. See, but I don't know about that because Snart always had that one element. He wasn't always he wasn't he was never a bad 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 guy. True. So I don't, I don't know. know. It all it all blends together. Maybe that's what did it. We don't even know what year that was, do we? It was. It was like 2015, 2016. Was it? it wasn't that far ahead of, far back in time. Okay. Yeah, and it was apparently one of those little windows in time that they can always come back to. Like if they change anything there, nothing will be affected. Oh, cool. 
So that's, uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting to see Rip and Ray uh, hanging out outside, but yeah. that's what he said. He can always come back. And it just kind of shows the big impact that Snart had on everybody. Yeah, support. I was kind of, were you expecting him to slip him a note? Like on this day, avoid this, this, yeah. this, this. No, I did. Uh, I was, I was, yeah, I didn't know what he was going to do right there. <laughs> or I come did, with me if you want to live. But, it, yeah. See, he can carry that line. Ray can't carry that line. Yes, Ray did not carry that line very well. <laughs> so I do understand that uh, we will be seeing more of Snart on Arrow and Flash in the future. Oh, oh! Before you go there, uh huh. Um, the babies. Remember we were having that discussion about oh, yeah. the um, the refuge. T- yeah, they finally took the babies back. Yeah. So they said, I'm going to send you guys home, but first got to get the kids from the refuge. So now we know that they've been there all this time. But it was supposed to be like a, they can only stay here for a little bit or else I the know. whole world blows up. So I guess maybe they ha- they weren't really gone that long. And again, it was only five months, except for Kendra and Ray and um, Sarah, who spent two years in the past. I'm just going to say that was a little plot hole that happened. And I have yeah. another one coming up that I'll explain also. It just kind of, we'll let that one slide. That's yeah, we'll let it go because it was a great episode. Right. So, yeah, um, we'll be seeing Snart and Arrow and Flash in the future, I understand. Yay. And it's going to be some timey wiminess, I guess. I'm, yeah, I'm not understanding how that's working since he's already supposed to be gone. But I'm telling you, if they have him in time, they can just get him from the past and then put him back where he is so he can go die again. It'll be, yeah, interesting. I mean, come on. You can go and get him from the past. True. As long as you drop him back in the place where you picked him up in the first place, you don't really change too much, right? That's the rule that's, that they made. That's pretty much it, yeah, yeah. Oh, was it this week or last week? Uh, there was a moment with paradoxes. It was this week. I said something about paradoxes and how there's a rule about paradoxes. And, of course, uh, Terry Metatalis, our buddy from 12 Monkeys, he favorited that tweet. Because now, like, all my timey-wimey rules are set for 12 Monkeys. Because th- their rules make total sense. Yeah, their, their rules do make total, total sense compared to everything else that we've ever seen. Their rules are solid. So when a certain moment happened with Vandal and Vandal, I was like, paradox, mm-hmm. what's happening? Why isn't this exploding? Come on. Yeah, we don't have that in this one. That's Or else they would have blown up all the babies. Oh, this is true. So. Well, they didn't touch the babies. Well, them. they didn't touch themselves. Yeah. That, shut up. <laughs> move on. Let's move let's on, move on down you. to the intervention. <laughs> hey, Gray. What are you? Oh, I'm so glad that you could make it, Jax. What are you up to? Well, we had a nice long talk this afternoon, didn't we? Oh, my God. This is an intervention. Yeah, you could kind of call it that. (laughs) (laughs) I love Stein and his deciding not to go time traveling because he wants to play history trivia with his wife. Yeah, like Jackson Stein were perfect this this episode. It took him all this time to get it perfectly well and i love the fact that Jax was just over there hanging out and like he doesn't even knock he just walks in the front door i mean come on there his, that's his other half right. so of course he lives in their fridge yeah it's i, I want to know does he have like a place out back or something <laughs> over there, the garage <laughs> over, the, show. over the garage or, yeah. or in the basement so he's somewhere there because he's <laughs> close by but he just walks in the house oh hey mom <laughs> <laughs> Like we're good friends. You already know me. Yeah, we were making cookies earlier, and we were talking about you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, about the trivia thing, mm-hmm. is it really cheating if you live through the history that you're answering questions about? I think it is. I do believe that's cheating. Okay. Because I love the H.G. Wells question. He's like, oh, yes. 
<laughs> a horse. Like, how'd you know that? I was there. And his wife's like clearly annoyed that he's winning all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my question. Does does Jax currently live with them? I no, he, I think he still lives with his mom. I am sure. Sh- but he, they haven't been back that long, right? Not that long. Oh, no, no, they haven't really been back that long at all, have they? I don't know. Well, no, he doesn't live with us, does he? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. Anyhow, I am thrilled to see that Firestorm will be back for season through, too. Me, too. I thought I mean, for sure that Victor Garber would be the one going to another show. Yeah. He just has that reputation where he can he can do anything. He can play anybody. Right. As we've seen. That was my pick. I figured that was who's going to leave, but yeah. that was wrong. Yeah, I was surprised that it was Snart. Mm-hmm. And not so surprised by a couple that we'll talk about later. Right. There. Firestorm discovers a new power that you know they're just going to use again later in the episode. That was cool. It was. I was like, yeah, transmutation. Here. Well, at first I couldn't figure out what happened. Like, did he assimilate the gun and then he fired with his fingers? Or, because later with the water, I was like, wait a minute. Does he turn stuff into water? I'm confused. What's happening? You want to explain that one? What the hell is that? You've transmuted the molecular properties of the rifle. What does that even mean? Exactly. What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. And then the thing with the vase. What? <laughs> okay. This is my issue right here that I had with the whole thing. I love the fact that it was Ray and Kendra's uh, lucky vase. And they're like, ah, screw it. They don't need it anymore. Why is it a lucky vase? I don't know. But the other part was, you remember back when uh, Stein was saying, dude, we can't turn into Firestorm in the ship. We'll blow the ship up. And they did this like, they said this like three times. They couldn't do it. Yeah. It, they told, told him like, yeah, screw it. Let's give it a try. Why not? <laughs> What's the worst could happen? They blow up the ship. It's <laughs> been through worse. We broke a vase. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. We already talked about Riff and Sarah. Like I said, they clearly share a moment. I can't help my shipper heart, or maybe it was totally friend to friend, and he was just being comforting, whatever it was. It was lovely and sad and beautiful and awesome, and I shipped them, and I want them to happen next season. Rip explains what would happen. Yeah, we already talked about that. So, But it was great. So, um, Kendra, chronologic uh-huh. repositioning. She sent them a message through time, but did she get that dude killed when he wouldn't have died that quickly? And how did that helmet end up in the Wave Rider? Okay. So I actually have an answer for this one. Oh, cool. There was, actually it was this on Instagram. If you go to DC, what is it? DC Comics on Instagram. They had hidden Easter eggs that were inside of the Wave Rider. And they released these pictures for a while. Uh, what was it? Back in January or something like that. Mm-hmm. And one of the, one of the uh, Easter eggs on there was that helmet. With the bullet holes in it, so I'm guessing he got shot in the head. Everybody thought it was Sergeant Rock's helmet, but it wasn't. And that's where the helmet came from. What Rip is doing with the helmet is a totally different story. It's always been there. It just kind of moved. Now, other things that were in the Easter eggs for the, uh, that they showed on Instagram was the uh, wanted for murder poster for um, Jonah Hex. And there was an hourglass in there for our man. Ooh, who's our man? Oh, we'll talk about him later. Oh, 
I didn't see that. And yes, those were in there. And there were some other things that were in there too that just haven't shown up probably in this season. May show up later at some point in time. Don't really know. So there you go. Yeah, but how did he get the helmet on the thing? He had a collection of stuff. I mean, he's a hoarder. Just, that's it. Hoarder. Hoarder. No. Move on. <laughs> Move on. Hold the door. Um, hold the spaceship. So the helmet's always been there. We have this proof that it was there to start with. And I'm sure if you went back, you'd see it somewhere in the distance. But the uh, thing moving was kind of interesting and knocking it down. So we have Kendra writes her little message in a in a helmet. Mm-hmm. And see, this is the part that got me because she recognized the helmet. Yeah, that helmet that I guess they had, oh, there were a couple million troops that wore that same helmet. Yeah. Or thousands. Know, hundreds a, millions. Thousands. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. But she recognized thousands, that one. Hundred thousands. Yeah. She recognized that one helmet, that, that one with the sergeant stripes on it. Go figure. Good job, Kendra. Good yeah, eye. Yeah. So, I don't know. What the Kendra and Carter thing? Brad, I was so disappointed. As we talked about previously, uh-huh. the Hawks were something I was really looking forward to this season. Because I like that whole idea of the storyline with the soulmates and everything, but they could never sell it or make it work. And so, when they brought Carter, it was funny. When they brought Carter back, for this particular episode, people were enjoying his personality more than they've enjoyed him at all in the season. Like, actually, nobody enjoyed him throughout the season, except for, like, in this episode. Because he wasn't playing that douchey, I know it all, you don't know anything, dude, that he played in that first episode. I agree with you. He was a better Carter this episode. So I'm like, why couldn't they have had him like that from the beginning? He would have been far more enjoyable. And her, too. Like, forget the whole... They, what they need to do, forget the whole origin story with the, the Hawks not being together. Just put them together and let them be the tag team Hawks that they were in this episode. If they had done that, out of and sold, awesome. Great job. It would have been It would have been a lot better. Yeah. I, I'm not surprised that they're leaving. That wasn't... And that wasn't the original plan. Well, actually, them leaving to go off and have their happily ever after for the summer was what the plan was. But, um... Spoiler alert for next season. They were breaking down um, the different arcs for next season in the writer's room recently. And when they got to her character, like, if you think about it, her story's been resolved. Like, Vandal's gone. She's with her soulmate. Like, there wasn't anything else to bring her back for right now. They have the option of bringing her and Carter back later if they need them. And I'm sure we might see them doing a cameo or for a, a special guest down the road. But as regulars, they're not bringing either one of them back. Right. And that makes sense because they have two new people that they're bringing on board. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, let's narrow the cast down a little bit. We just Even just dropping uh, Wentworth Miller... Drops us, you know, for prison break, for prison break, yeah, for prison break. Still drops us one character, and it gives us a little bit more time on that because we've seen this thing so far. They've had too many characters on there, yeah, and, and it just they, work. they're giving the others a chance to actually grow and shine. Like, oh, I like Jax now because remember he did nothing at the beginning. Oh yeah, he was he yeah he was worthless. He didn't do anything. He, he was all not worthless, but no, not hard. worthless. But we had those times like especially like that one episode. Stein was asleep for the whole entire thing. You know, it's like everybody or was, was tied up. Yeah, yeah, everybody was like somewhere else. Or Carter was in a coma last Or week. Carter was in a coma, yeah. So. <laughs> but I think they did that on purpose. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yep. Yeah, see, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I, you know, they got their whole thing and said they were leaving. I, I would have liked to seen their conversation, you know, of, hey, you know what? Uh, why don't we just go hang out and do stuff now? Because we don't have to worry about Vandal killing us anymore. It, this is true. That would have been nice. Like, I would have enjoyed that moment. Right. We saw everybody else's coming. Give us that moment. Just them saying, you know what? Yeah, we should, we should have some babies. Little hawk babies. Yeah, they had hawk babies before, but go have some more. Yes. Like, but w- what happens now? So when they die again, they come back uh, I think and they live another long life. I think they're done. I don't think so. Well, maybe they do. Maybe they keep coming back. I think they still reincarnate because Vandal only stayed alive because he always got to them and he was able to steal their immortality. They stay Im- immortal. I guess we will have to go into the future and find out one day and run across them. One day. One day. So, uh, Vandal's super complicated plan. No, hold on. Yeah, I got to play this one. I loved it when, you know, they left the group and and then Mick just looked up and... Every time they do that, I get hungry for chicken. <laughs> that was messed up. I, I like that line, though, and I like the line where he was like, yeah, I gave it them three months, which is the length of summer. Mm-hmm. So, that would have made sense for her coming back. So, of course, he would have had a line um, in the fall. Right. So Vandal's super complicated plan? So Vandal's super complicated plan. Maybe it was the fact that I was live tweeting. No, you know, see, yeah, it could have been the fact that I was live tweeting while I was watching it. Because the first time around, I had no idea what his plan was, even though he actually said it and I heard him say it. But I still had no idea what in the world he was talking about. And apparently I wasn't alone because my Twitter feed was flooded during a good part of the episode. Not just for a couple minutes, for most of the episode. Like, what is even happening? I don't understand what his plan is. What's what's going on? Stuff was happening and we were all like, what's going on? And like I said, Vandal, he explained what his plan was. But you know who actually explained it? And we were like, oh, that's what he's doing. Carter. Carter was actually useful, and it was awesome. Well, he has to live up to his part occasionally. Yeah, this is true. This is true. So, um, yeah, we finally got that his uh, super complicated plan was to visit himself in the past and find the meteorites and pour some of the hawk blood on there and activate it, I guess. Pour some hawk blood on me. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's basically it. It sets off the bomb that destroys the world and resets well, time. Well, not, not destroys the world, but like the thing with the primaries. Right. It, it, yeah, takes it has to be certain back. points in time. Messes up time. See, now, this is the Vandal Savage that I wanted this entire season. Yes! He was great. All we needed to do, we needed to get rid of this world domination stuff that he was doing. Stick well, him in the arc for the entire, this arc. Him trying to figure out that, okay, I need to do this, this, and this. Get that art going. Destroy the Earth plot was a much better thing. I mean, that you know. was great. And how about you tell us about the Thinagarians also right. earlier? Yeah. And I like the fact that Martin knew what they were. Like, he started explaining stuff. Like, wait a minute, how do you know about the aliens? Yeah. I'd, see, this is the art that we should have had for him. And it would have been a lot better because he was, I actually really started to like Vandal a little bit. He was late. interesting. And yeah, he was just going. It was he had this thing going on. And then they have to decide they all have to kill him at the same time. Which that was, was awesome. Yeah. He had to pour his blood on the meteor at the same time or well when the when it was aligned correctly. 
Yeah, and he has to get back to 1700 BC, that exact moment in time, so that he can rule the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rule the world. And, you know, Sarah meets up with him. Why are you too late? Time master's never late. I love that part. Me too. See, she's a time master now. Yeah, that she's still awesome. She's got it. And Mick, you know, finds him in 1950. You can't kill me. I'm immortal. Guess you haven't heard the news. Goodbye, my love. And all the vandals are dead. Uh, it was perfect. Like uh, you said, everybody got to put the beat down on Vandal. Like even after my Hawks tag team him, mm-hmm. Rick got to come back and electrocute his butt. I that liked, was perfect. I did like the fact that Kendra was tied up and then she, Carter gets shot and she finally, you know, bust out of her containment. I was like, don't play the the victim barista girl again. Yeah, don't do that. You can um, go. We, you we can missed it, it, but the part with the Nazis when Jax is rescuing them. And he's like, is he, he's still nuts. Oh, yeah. I love that line. <laughs> I love that line so much. Well, you never know. You never this know. This is true. I was really thrilled that they let Kendra kill him, kill Vandal. It had, it had to be her. Well, I was, I was, you know, worried that they may go, oh, Carter can do it. She's a barista. <laughs> let her do it. No, but like they finally both were within their power. Like they were both powerful and the entire group, they were a team. And the scene was a lot different from anything that we've seen so far from any of them. And this was future Carter and not uh not other Carter that no one liked. Maybe that's what's it. He other had Carter, time to evolve. Yeah, other Carter would have probably killed him himself because you know But he couldn't have. Like it was said that only she can kill him. Well, other Carter would have tried. Yeah, he probably would have. Well, actually, he did try, and that's how he died. True. Because they didn't know. That's right. Yeah, exactly. There you oh, go. so other part I want to talk about mm-hmm. was when they were on the roof, and um, poor Rook went over the side, and my two hawks just stood there like, dudes, you guys have wings. Why didn't you fly over the edge and get him? You're just standing there. What's wrong with you? But, of course, then there's that awesome moment that wouldn't have happened if they'd done that. <laughs> so they run over and jump over the side, flam, right into the wave rider. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. But did you did you get the moment? Oh, him coming up with his arms crossed? Yeah. Yeah. I love all, I love all of the Back to the Future shout-outs that they did this season. Mm-hmm. And they did a, quite a few. Like back when um, Jackson and Kendra were in the 50s, there were a couple there. Yeah, they, they've had a lot of fun times with those. So yes. Definitely. It's a total Back to the Future moment right there. Yes. So Vandal is finally dead, and we got a big bag coming for next season. But right now, they have meteorites to destroy. So uh, Ray, he goes RoboCop, and he shrinks one meteorite. That was kind of cool. Do something, RoboCop. Come on in. That was, I love that when you shrink, shrink it down, it's just like, <laughs> it reminded me of like, what was it, Roadrunner cartoon or something, you know, when he's, when Wile E. Coyote falls off the, the cliff. Yeah. And you watch him go down, it gets really small. That was cool. Uh, so Jax transmuted the other one, and I was like, oh, so that's what he was trying to do with the vase. And of course he changed it into uh-huh. water. Oh man, you got my boots wet. <laughs> at first i thought that line was cheesy but then when i watched the actual scene again and realized he had changed it into water i was like oh that's cool it made more sense i just loved her attitude it was just yeah that was funny and of course the third one gives him some problems ray can't shrink it and Jax can't transmute it i love the fact that ray is out of power oh, <laughs> like oh, my oh. battery's dead <laughs> <laughs> they need to plug in 
So yeah, what happens? Rip decides. Our, our captain, our lovely captain. I'll take it to the sun. And did that goes. remind you of BSG or what? It did. Okay. We're, we're just gonna run it straight into the sun. It'll that'll take care of everything. Yeah. So uh, we had that moment, and Rip died. Right? He, he died, or he no. was. No, this is the. Anyhow, so Gideon. Oh, okay, during a second, I got to explain it. Gideon says that she doesn't want to die. I had that. Oh, moment. I love that moment. Like you didn't consult me on this. Like, why do I have to die? I'm still here, Captain. I know you are, Gideon. May I share something with you? I'm not ready to die. Me neither. <laughs> so. I, I want to. I need the explanation of. Did he have a vision of his ghost? Was that a dream, or how was all that stuff happening? See, I think I think he did die, but then he was dying, and Gideon was like, uh, "I'm not here for this," and so she went back in time. Oh, the so ship because if you saw the ship when um they were when they went back to get the group, the ship was kind of messed up. Well, like, they were, it had been in the sun. Yeah, they were getting close, and they, they were having issues when they were getting there because their shields yeah. weren't working or whatever. Yeah, and he, of so, course, he, okay, let's say he was dying, not dead. So he, he had an out-of-body issue moment. Yeah, um, like he was dying. He was seeing the light in well, his family. I went into the whole thing of, they were talking about the meteorite. First, we saw him, you know, teleported up. But when the helmet moved... <laughs> that Kendra put the note into, uh-huh. and he explained that part of why things move because mm-hmm. it's little changes like that. That's what I took of the meteorite moving. Yeah, because it was twenty minutes ago, but he came. He he took it forward. He picked up the meteorite, took yeah. it to the sun, came back, but he jumped back twenty minutes earlier. Yeah, no, that that was what I felt too. Like he we, he did leave, he did go into the sun, but before they died or whatever, Gideon was like, "We're not doing this. Let's go." And so they transported twenty minutes beforehand, but the thing was already gone. Right, because he had already taken it. Exactly. But it was just in the way that it happened that he was in two spots at one time. This is this Almost. is when he didn't like. Run into he, he him. He just so. missed it. Yeah, it was it was something weird like that. It was, yeah, it happened. It's it's good. We'll live with that. And he flew it into the sun. Yeah. Well, he, he and so this is cool. Like I I think I enjoy them all together now. Their chemistry is really great, and Rip finally feels like the captain of the team. Right. Exactly. He's got it planned out. He's got things going on. You know, he's he's got to he's got to make things happen. Yeah, and so with the Oculus destroyed, they're now responsible for protecting time. And the Time Masters become the Time Masters. Exactly. So I actually have this whole thing. Um, the Oculus is destroyed, but I'm still going with like I said before. There's a uh, there's a faction of Time Masters out there who aren't on the same page as everybody else. I think there was more than one. Because we had the Time Masters that were supporting Snar- uh, uh, Vandal. Mm-hmm. And we had, And I think there was ones that weren't. And I think the ones that were supporting Vandal are going to be highly upset and do something. I mean, because you have other ships out there. We saw the other ships. 
Yeah, there are other ships, and plus, the vanishing point, they destroyed the main part of it, but I don't think everybody died. Right. I, I still think there's going to be more to the whole Time Master thing. Yeah, there was just nothing that they could do. Remember, because they are not all gone, but there was nothing they could do because the Oculus is right. not, they don't have that anymore. Exactly. Yep. I'm going with it. Well, I guess we'll find out more on that next year, next season. Yeah. So, what's so I'm excited because something else happens after we lose our Hawks. Oh, yeah. Another ship appears. Hmm. It's another, a Wave Rider. It's wave the rider. Wave Rider. I love the fact that they run and jump on, down on the ground because the ship's coming to land on them and diving to the deck isn't going to help you. Yeah, this is true. So, um, plus, there's Patrick James and, not Patrick James, but PJ Adams. Mm-hmm. Patrick J. Adams. My boo from Suits, if you haven't seen it, watch it, Brad. It's awesome. Okay. Um, so he's a member of the Justice Society of America. So, yes, I had to ask who he was because my knowledge only goes so far. But as soon as he said that, I started squealing like I knew exactly who he was. And I was like, Because, yay, Justice Society. That's cool. Because that doesn't really exist in, on World Earth 1, right? That's like an Earth 2 thing, right? I'm actually not positive on that one. I think it's an Earth 1. but I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and ask our friends because um, some people had to tell me the lowdown of who exactly Rex Tyler was. So thank you to at Hazy Rom and at Esoteric Candy. That's Scott from Serious TV Drama. We've talked to him before and okay. I did the Good Wife podcast with him. So fun. Uh, so he told us that Rex Tyler was our man. And Brad, you said that there was a little Easter egg with our man, right? Right. It's back in the DC Comics one on Instagram. There is an hourglass. It is in Rip's study thing on the ship. I yeah. don't know where it's at in there, but it's there. So have a look for it. Yeah. And I, I'm not actually going to talk too much about Iron Man because I don't want to spoil anything. I was afraid to read anything because I didn't want to. I want to I want to be surprised when the show comes back next season. Let's just say that his. Uh, um, actually, it is Earth 2. Earth. OK. Justice Society is Earth 2's equivalent to the Justice League. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. Um, let's just say that our man, his name has something to do with what he can do. But it's not. Uh, our man? It's not. Oh, that makes sense because Tommy Wyminess. No, it's not time travel. <gasps> really? Really. He can, can he stop time? No. No time. No time. No time. Well, why is his name Our Man? Uh, there's a reason, but I'm not going to tell you. Is it dirty? No. <laughs> well, fine. I'm seriously, though, looking forward to it because there's so many people in the justice. I mean, in the. Um, Justice Society of America. There's a lot of uh, superheroes that I'm could excited. show up next season. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, and, you and know. I, I like. The, I think they got the hang of it now. Well, you know who's in Earth Two's uh, Justice League? Who? Uh, Jay Garrick. Really? <laughs> so, so that I, could answer the question of the man in the Iron Mask press, possibly. Right? Yeah. What I don't know if this, if this is going to go into. Earth 2, or, or or this is going to be Earth 1. It's all weird, and I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, their timey-wimeyness is weird. Can they go get Supergirl and bring her over so that she can be in the four-way, ooh, the four-way um, crossover that's going to happen in December? Is that is that how that's going to work? Could, I don't understand. Or is Barry going to go over there again and bring her back? Or is she going to run so fast and fly so fast that she breaks through time and space? I don't know. I, I don't know. Oh, this The whole thing with the, with the Wave Rider, anyhow... Would it be that much different to see them head on over to Earth too? 
don't know. Not really. I could see it happen. I mean, everything else has. This is true. But, yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't know. I'm excited. What Which sucks. Thing? I'm finally excited about the show, and I have to wait until September. Actually, that's the way this works. So that's a good thing. Good, good work show. <laughs> so, yeah. There we go. That's a little bit more on it. You can go look that up if you want to, but I don't know. You can look it up, and it may not even be the same stuff that we find out later on. So there's That's that. That's true. And if, like I said, if you want to see more with Patrick J. Adams until he comes back as our man, go watch him in suits. He's awesome. All right. So or mm-hmm. go and binge Prison Break if you want more of Snart and Mick. Yes. Not necessarily as themselves, but. Seriously, it's basically them, and it's cool. It'll be interesting next year to see Mick by himself. I think it'll be, it'll um, Hopefully be it doesn't last too long. I don't know. Him and Ray, partners in crime. It's not the same. So this season, how'd you like it? Good? Yes. Like I said, it was all over the place, but they closed out pretty strong. So I'm, I'm very happy about that. I am too. I mean, they, they did have some issues that we talked about, but they had some really good episodes. Yeah, and if we think about most shows, most shows' first season is not the best. There are some shows that knock it out of the park from the beginning, mm-hmm. but like other shows, the majority of shows, it, it just takes a minute for them to find their footing and figure themselves out. And I think that Legends has done that, so I can't wait for it to be back. The plot line for next season should probably be a lot better than the plot line for this season. Because yeah. the, the that's what killed us a lot on this first season was the Vandal arc and how we the had Vandal, Vandal arc, fatigue. Yeah, it, how it didn't go anywhere. And our favorite episodes were the ones that didn't have Vandal in it. Oh and right. Our, and our favorite villains were not Vandal. <laughs> and it, until this episode. Until this episode, it took that many episodes to get us into the part of. He's pretty cool. I like and him now. Honestly, it was just the writing part of it. Some of the it's, some of it felt diluted. If the season had been a little shorter and they had tightened things up, I think this whole season would have been a little stronger. And so I think they learned a lot of lessons this season that they can take into the next one. I do too, because they were writing for a lot of people. It wasn't necessarily like you know, well, they do, I guess they do that with Arrow. Yeah, but even but, with Arrow and with Flash, I mean, there's a lot of people on the show. But you're still mainly focused on, you know, Arrow or Flash. This is true. Everybody else is just there. Where in Legends of Tomorrow, there is no main character. It's an ensemble. So like, it's truly. Yeah, so they have to more fluid with the writing on it. So I'm looking forward to it. Me too. So what else you got on this one? Anything? No, that's all I got on this one. Um and I guess at some point in time we'll get to work on Sci-Fi Rewind, and we got preacher. You got preacher to watch tonight, right? Yeah, we'll get to that. So yeah, you can find us out over on Sci-Fi Rewind dot com as well. That's s y f y Rewind dot com, and we do a podcast over there. We put it out occasionally now. We've been kind of doing a lot more stuff with Pure Fandom, so we have let, that one slid a little bit. But but we'll, we'll be back soon. Yeah, we'll have something else out. We talk about everything over there. Pretty much. <laughs> so, and if you haven't already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. I just did one on uh, The Last Ship. I got another one on The Last Ship I'm probably going to have to do tomorrow or soon. And yeah. a bunch of other stuff and tons of awesome writers filling the site up with amazing fandom articles. 
Yeah, and I think we we picked a bunch of shows for the fall, and I believe I'm going to be writing recaps for Mr. Robot when um, that comes back in July. So not only will we be talking about it, but I'll be writing about it too. Oh, my God. And, of course, I have Outlander that I have to be doing recapping on as well, and it's an awesome show if you haven't seen it. It also has timey-wimey Why does everything have timey-wimey elements right now? That's just how things go. So timey-wimey is the new zombie. Yeah, pretty much, yes. I'm down with that. Oh, um, one other thing. Make sure you hit the comments to let us know what you thought of this episode. Like, did it knock you out of the park as well? And I'm writing another piece. I want to know who you want to see in the four-way crossover coming in December. Like, pick a person from each show that you want to see in a room together. Like, Mick, Cat Grant, Papa Joe, and Diggle. So your four-way crossover for uh, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow... Uh, the Flash and Supergirl. Exactly. And she comes over to CW. Yeah. So hit the comments and let me know what you think. I'm putting together an, um, an article up on a roundtable with some of the guys over at Pure Fandom as well. So I'll include your comments too. All righty. Sounds great. Um, yeah. That's it. We got some other, just other stuff coming up. I don't know. Um, I'm going to Walker Stalker Chicago next weekend. So. Oh, and I'll be in Philly for Wizard World, I think. Oh. And I signed up for a press pass for New York Comic Con. So I'll let you know if I'll be going to that. Nice. Well, actually, I'm going either way. I got to go either way. I'm just going up basically because I get drug into it. But the cast of Z Nation is going to be up there. And I do do a oh, podcast those guys on are that awesome. one as well. And I've already talked to like, the entire cast. So I'm really looking forward to actually meeting them face to face for a change. Yeah. Check out the Zcast, guys. Yes. Awesome, awesome podcast. I'll be covering that this fall as well on uh, Pure Fandom, along with American Horror Story, like I did last year. I did some posts on American Horror Story. And what else was I going to do? I had something else I was talking about. I picked a lot I was of stuff. Do I, into, picked, I picked Lethal Weapon. <laughs> I was going to do Into the Badlands, but that's not coming out until 2017 now, which is kind of disappointing. Oh, I picked Outcast. I'll be writing about Outcast too. Okay. That's that Cinemax show. So there you go. We have a lot of stuff we write on. So head on over there, check us out. Check out our Twelve Monkeys podcast also if you're watching Twelve Monkeys. If you're not watching Twelve Monkeys, watch it. It's Get on it. On it's sci-fi. on Hulu. Don't give it an idea because it's on sci fi that it's not a good show. It is the most amazing time travel show out there. Yeah, sci fi has some really quality sci fi shows. I'm so glad they came back. Yeah, they they got out of their little stint of making really crappy shows. Well, Z Nation's Z Nation's a good show, but you take it for what it is. Yes. Um, but it's a Twelve Monkeys solid, solid time travel show. Totally, exactly. like the Magicians. If you haven't seen that, yes. go watch oh, that God, too. Yes, watch that. Expanse, go watch that one too. Yeah. So anyhow, we'll be back later on with uh, Twelve Monkeys. Uh, yeah, purefandom.com. Yeah. Check and it just out. listen from all that spiel. That's all the stuff that we talk about on Sci-Fi Everyone. So go check that out. Exactly. That's where we talk about everything. Exactly. Until then. The Time Masters are no longer a going concern due to our destruction of the Oculus. Someone needs to be responsible for protecting the timeline. Who better than a former Time Master? And well, any of you who'd like to join me? Oh, man, you got my boots wet.